Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And good morning, everybody. Fan early morning show on this Thursday morning, Groundhog Day. I'm Joel Nelson. You will hear from Adam Crowley today. He's going to be with the guys who are going to be live from Punxsutawney this morning for the Fan Morning Show, celebrating Groundhog Day. We've got plenty to talk about. Tom Brady, he's retired again. Is it going to stay this way? We will find out maybe 40 days from now or so. But this time he says it's for good. We've also got Pitt basketball to get into. Big win last night. Fairly easy schedule moving forward for them as well before their regular season finale against Miami. But let's get with Tom Brady. He has retired. Again, exactly a year after retiring at the conclusion of the 2021 season and then of course he announced he's going to be back 40 days later still had that itch had that itch to get back and run it back with the Buccaneers and they picked up another division title this year even though they had a disappointing season and that whole NFC South was pretty disappointing but if you haven't already appreciated the greatness of Tom Brady, now's the time. Because we're not going to see anything like this again. At least I don't think so. It's going to be really difficult to see someone achieve this kind of greatness that he has. Seven Super Bowl titles, it's more than almost any other franchise. And he had three other Super Bowl appearances, lost two of those to Eli Manning and another to Nick Foles. We're just never going to see anything like this again. Ten Super Bowl appearances, he won seven of them. And and think about all of the other different AFC championships that he reached and that the Patriots uh, did not win. You know, here's a guy in the late 1990s. He's at the combine and he's in the, uh, you know, back when they had like the full shirt doing the 40-yard dash. Six-round pick out of Michigan. Relieves an injured Drew Bledsoe. And that's where his story took off. It's really difficult to win simply one Super Bowl. I mean, you had guys like Aaron Rodgers. And Drew Brees, a couple of quarterbacks who are probably destined for Canton, just like Brady. Each of those guys only won one Super Bowl. Peyton Manning, 
He won just two. Even Philip Rivers, he he never reached a Super Bowl, and he had a really long tenure in the NFL. If Tom Brady wasn't the GOAT by, let's say, when they played the Falcons in Super Bowl 51, if you weren't convinced that he was the GOAT at the conclusion of that game, I don't know, because that was the night that I think he became the GOAT. They're down 28-3. to He had already played in, in many Super Bowls and many and won many of those Super Bowls already. But when they took down the Falcons 28-3 after a rough first half in that game, which included a pick six to Robert Alford, 25-point comeback. And that was helped with some defense, of course, and the Falcons not able to keep their foot on the gas in that game. But still, if anybody's going to make a 25-point comeback in the Super Bowl and win that game in overtime, that's going to be Tom Brady and company. We may never see a Super Bowl comeback like that again, ever. And it takes a special player to put one of those together, and a special leader like Tom Brady. So now let's get to the timeline of events. Following Super Bowl 51, the night that I was convinced that Tom Brady officially became the GOAT, of maybe not just the NFL, but like sports all time. Growing up, it's it's hard to think of anybody so greater at what he did over such a long tenure than Tom Brady. Very next season, they are in the Super Bowl again, up against the Eagles and Nick Foles and company. And Tom Brady threw for 500 yards in that game. They lost. But still, Tom Brady and the Patriots, they made it to another Super Bowl. He just At this point, he's just adding on to his resume, in my opinion, of what is already the greatest resume for the Hall of Fame that you can make. Because again, at that point, I thought he became the GOAT before that season. And uh, that would have been 2017-18 season. So they make it to the Super Bowl that year against the Eagles. They lose that game. They make it to the Super Bowl the next season after that, and they win it. It was a very defensive game, 13-3 against the L.A. Rams. And Julian Edelman won MVP for that game. But still, Tom Brady and company, here we are two years after the 28-3 comeback, the night that Tom Brady, to me, became the GOAT. He makes the Super Bowl the next two years. It's still incredible. And then you had the 2019 season, made the playoffs. They lost to Tennessee, and that would have been Brady's final game in New England. And then he's off to Tampa Bay. And what's he going to get done there? Well, he got a lot done there. First season with Tampa Bay. They also bring in Rob Gronkowski. Antonio Brown was also on that team. And those guys had some really big games in the Super Bowl. 
they were they were a wild card team that year. The Saints had won the division, and Brady, all he did against the Saints in the NFC South, he couldn't beat them in the regular season, but he beat them when it mattered most. They finished as a wild card in that 2020 season. They beat Washington in the wild card round. They beat New Orleans in the divisional round. And then they go into Chile, Lambeau, and win that game against Aaron Rodgers. All three of those games were on the road, by the way. And it led up to Super Bowl in Tampa, up against Patrick Mahomes. Brady beats Mahomes again, and Brady collects his seventh title. He did it with Rob Gronkowski. I mean, here we are again. Tom Brady, to me, becomes the GOAT after the 28-3 comeback in Super Bowl 51. He goes on to make the Super Bowl in three of the next four seasons, wins two of those. And that's with two other teams. I mean, come on. This guy's the GOAT. And and he had picked up divisional titles um, in those his last two seasons in Tampa Bay. This most recent season was a struggle for them. They limped their way to the NFC South. They were probably pretty fortunate that all of the other teams in the NFC South uh, were not very good. They really don't have very good quarterbacks in that division. And now's the time for those teams you know, if one of them can pick up a star quarterback and, and maybe one of those teams will do that in the draft, one of those NFC South teams has a good chance to win the division title this year. I think simply just getting a good quarterback. New Orleans is in play for that. Tampa Bay, Carolina. The Falcons have Desmond Ritter, so that's probably as as well as Marcus Mariota, so that's probably the best. They're probably the leader right now in that division going into uh, 2023. And Tom Brady, he might not be done, you know, with football entirely since there's a chance he could be well on his way to uh, a broadcast deal, possibly with Fox. And they're going to pay him millions of money if that's going to be the case. Again. We're not going to see one individual player collect seven Super Bowl rings and make ten others and make ten total Super Bowls. Like this is a chapter of a book that's concluding now because I think you know how Brady immediately got to the retiring for good part. In his, in his post on social media yesterday, a video, him on the beach announcing his retirement. Again, he gets to the for good part almost right away. And I think that part convinced me that he truly is done for good in the NFL, on the field. It's probably going to be in a broadcast booth at some point. Especially with, he's probably going to get a really big contract for that. It's just been an incredible run, 
And he's like the last of these quarterbacks from my chi- my childhood. I'm 26. You had Brady and Rodgers and Breeze, Rivers, Roethlisberger, the Manning brothers. The last has, it looks like, officially retired. And we are kind of officially off to this next wave of quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. We'll throw Jalen Hurts in that conversation. Because he's only in his his second year. And this Philly offense is going to do some big things. But Tom Brady, you just got to appreciate the greatness if you haven't already. Because again, we are not going to see something like this again. It's going to take a really remarkable player to accomplish everything that Tom Brady has accomplished. Even just, you know, Patrick Mahomes has, has a chance at his second Super Bowl title. And he's only 27. But it, I, I just find it hard for him to get, you know, five or six other Super Bowls, likely. This is an incredible an incredible run for Tom Brady. He plays until, you know, age 45 like he had promised. And you just got to... This, I'm just in awe and in shock of this career that Tom Brady has put together. It's just incredible. Ten Super Bowl appearances, won seven of them. And think about all the other times he came really close to another Super Bowl in countless AFC championships that he got to be a part of. Won a Super Bowl with two different teams and won multiple Super Bowls in his 40s. And still put together a lot of really good seasons and really good games. A lot of 300-yard games, 400-yard games, plenty of passing touchdowns. It's just incredible. So if you haven't already officially appreciated the fact that Tom Brady is the GOAT, I would start cherishing that right now. Pitt basketball had a really big win last night against North Carolina. Going to look into that and going to look ahead at their schedule because it's going to be, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty favorable. Pitt should collect some more wins in their upcoming schedule leading into what could be a really special month of March ACC tournament, possibly the big dance. Plenty of Pitt hoops. Coming up next, you're listening to The Fan Early Morning Show, Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, you heard it right there from Bill Hillgrove. What a win for the Panthers. Pitt takes down North Carolina last night, 65-64. They add another. Another big win into the resume. 
trying to get into March Madness. And and this team, should they get in, they deserve it. Because this is a this is an incredible group with incredible scores, a team who has shot really well. And they just picked up another signature another signature win. And man, when you look at the games that they've got coming up, it's it's quite incredible. Their next game is gonna be Tuesday, right here on 93.7 the fan against Louisville. So they'll get six days rest after uh playing last night, February the first. They'll take on Louisville on Tuesday the seventh. They played at Louisville earlier this year. Absolutely crushed them. They won that game by a score of 75 to 54 uh, down in Louisville. And then you get Florida State, who they lost to earlier this year. And then Boston College, one of the lower teams in the ACC. Matter of fact, their next seven games. So they got eight games remaining. The final one is with Miami. Their other seven games preceding that are all against the bottom seven teams of the ACC standings. So if you're Pitt, I mean, your bed is kind of made already. Because all you got to do is just not mess this up. You've got this incredible opportunity ahead of you. And, and we know one thing, you cannot have bad losses on your resume. At least you got to limit them. You need good wins, but you got to limit the bad losses. And Pitt's had a couple of those this year. Probably the Florida State game. But they've got this incredible stretch coming up to, to end the season. And they even beat Miami uh, not long ago, 71-68. Miami was uh, 20th at the time, and now there's a chance that Pitt could get ranked. Heading into next week. Panthers will not play this weekend again. Next game is Louisville on Tuesday. That's going to be at the Pete. And Pitt and UNC last night. Very defensive game. Final was 65-64. to 64. I remember the, uh, the listed total in that game was, I think, 149. So that went way under. A lot of defense in that game. And you could see that from the start of the game. That this was going to be a very defensive game. Almost kind of a basketball version of the of a game in the trenches. But again, this opportunity coming up for Pitt, it's incredible. The next seven games are against the bottom seven teams of the ACC. You've got Louisville. They crushed them not long ago. Florida State, that's going to be in Tallahassee. Florida State's been a little bit better this year. Uh, maybe their ACC record doesn't exactly reflect their true identity as a team. But still, they're part of the bottom half of the ACC. Boston College has not had a good season. Virginia Tech. They'll get Georgia Tech and Syracuse as well. A lot of games at the Pete. A lot of games against the bottom Seven teams of the ACC. Notre Dame has had a disappointing season. Looks like Coach Bray's long run with the Fighting Irish is done there. 
and then Pitt travels to Miami to close out the season. So let's go over these games individually again. Louisville, Florida State, Boston College, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, Notre Dame, and then Miami. The remaining schedule for the Pitt Panthers. Men's basketball team, the first seven of those of the eight remaining games against the bottom part of the ACC standings. It's right in your lap. It's simple. Win ball games. And that's what this team has been doing lately. It's what they've been doing all year. And all they need now is just, you know, if you can get at least four of those. I'd say four. Four gives you a really good chance at almost solidifying a spot in the tournament. They're 16 and 7 right now. Four games gets you to 20 wins. You would hope that they could win maybe at least five of those games against uh, the next seven. But we'll see. And then the final game is against Miami. Miami is one of the better teams in the ACC, but Pitt knocked them off. Again, I can't stress enough, this is an incredible opportunity coming up for the Pitt Panthers. Last night, Nelly Cummings, 21 points, 5 of 6 from downtown. He had three of those in a row at one point. One of the game-changing moments from last night, Jamarius Burton with 19 points. The game ended with a block from Nike Sabandi, as you heard Bill Hillgrove on the call off the top of the segment. Jamarius Burton with a couple of clutch free throws. Pitt was down. 64-63. Bird makes a couple of free throws within the final seconds. Ice cold in his veins on those free throws. And UNC had a couple of seconds to get off the last shot. But they had to use the full court. They advanced it to half court, and I, th- I thought they took too much time doing so. Because when they got it to half court, and they had to call a timeout, try and set up the game-winning shot, they had less than a second. It would have been a catch-and-shoot opportunity, and Nike Sabandi knew that. And so when the ball went to the player that Sabandi was defending, Sabandi knew right away to get that arm up and block that shot because he knew the shot was going to happen right away. And I'm sure that it helped position himself for that. And again, This incredible opportunity coming up for Pitt. It's not like they're playing a lot of the top ACC teams left. You know, like Clemson and those teams. But this is an opportunity right here that's simple. Just win a lot of these ball games. Go 7-0 across this stretch. They're going to take it one game at a time, of course. But it's really simple. Just win these ball games here for your Pitt. This is an incredible opportunity right here. You are, you know, they've been one of the last last teams in, last teams out. They're on the bubble. They're a true bubble team, and there's a really good chance that they could be playing in Dayton across the uh, the first few games of March Madness. But you've got a chance to be better than an 11 or 12 seed by winning a lot of these ball games coming up. It's an incredible stretch. Incredible opportunity. They're going to be well-rested heading into Louisville, 
which is going to be five days from now from the peat on Tuesday. It's really simple. Win these ball games coming up, and you've got a chance to sweep Miami to close the regular season, and then you're heading into the ACC tournament, where I'm sure they can get some success and pick up some wins and almost put the icing on the cake at that point, possibly, for a March Madness selection. Again, it's really simple for Pitt. After last night's win and a sweep of North Carolina, the defending runner-up after they played in the national championship to Kansas last season, lost that game in a thriller. They just defeated the Tar Heels for the third consecutive time in Chapel Hill and swept them this season. A couple of very big, monstrous wins on their resume. And they've just got this insane opportunity coming up for the rest of February, rest of the season, to pick up big-time wins against teams in the bottom part of the ACC. It's simple. Win ball games. Do your thing. The rest, of, or the rest is going to take care of itself. Pitt and Louisville, this upcoming Tuesday, the first of seven games in a row for Pitt up against the bottom seven teams of the ACC. There's a total of 15. I don't know if you're going to get another incredible opportunity like that. I'm going to wrap up the show and then send it off to the guys live from Punxsutawney right after this. We'll get into some other NFL notes and all that kind of stuff. Up next, Fan Early Morning Show. I'm Joel Nelson. This is 93.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, fan. Early morning show. Joel Nelson with you. You'll hear from the guys this morning live from Punxsutawney. Celebrating Groundhog Day, February 2nd every year. Just a couple other quick NFL notes and stuff. What do you make the 49ers QB situation? That's going to be an interesting one. They're not going to get Tom Brady. And Jimmy Garoppolo is probably gone. Brock Purdy is going to get Tommy John surgery. Trey Lance is coming off a severe ankle injury from week two in this season. What's their situation going to look like? That's going to be insanely uh, I'd say it interesting over the offseason. The whole NFC South also, that division, all of them need franchise quarterbacks unless Atlantis found theirs with Desmond Ritter. A couple of recent head coaching hires, Sean Payton 
is going to Denver. The Saints acquiring a you know first and second round pick, um, trading his rights to Denver, and Denver man they're in win now mode. I mean you, this is something you cannot mess up when you give up first and second round pick to get Sean Payton and try and, I guess, revive the career of Russell Wilson, try and get back to some of his best Seattle days. They've got some work to do, and and hopefully for them, they've figured that out by now. D'Amico Ryans, former Houston Texan, a second-round pick of Houston, is heading home. He's going to be their head coach. The Pro Bowl games are happening uh, starting tonight, actually. Tyler Huntley, Ravens' backup quarterback, is going to be participating in that. And I think that's all you need to know about the state of the Pro Bowl and the Pro Bowl games. There's no more traditional game. It's now a bunch of games, flag football, dodgeball. And, you know, if a player is snubbed, it it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't feel like a snub when anybody can make that now. Considering, you know, Tyler Huntley is now participating in that game Super Bowl got that coming up two Sundays from now Kansas City and Philadelphia I don't know who to pick in that game both teams are stacked both teams are here to stay it's going to be quite incredible you got the Kelsey brothers Andy Reid against his former team if I had to pick a side it's really hard to go against Kansas City maybe they'll win this something like 33 to 30 going to wrap it up for the fan early morning show thank you again for tuning in i am joel nelson you will hear from colin chris doran and crowley today they will be live from punxsutawney throughout this morning this groundhog day this has been the fan early morning show presented by 84 lumber it's going to be quite the day in punxsutawney those guys they'll get you going for the day coming up Fan early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber and apply at 84lumber.com. Thank you for tuning in to the Fan Early Morning Show. I'm Joel Nelson. This is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.